Sophie Hardy and the Battle of the Myriad by Emma Dale. Narrated by Leona Hall. Chapter 11. Just Making Sure. Sitting perched on the edge of her bed, Sophie now barely noticed the hive of busyness her bedroom had become. Clara was pacing, Lizzie was now engrossed with being back in the real world and Yasmin's avatar was sat at Sophie's desk waiting for someone to say something. With her mind now elsewhere, Sophie closed her eyes and thought hard. Of course they were going to go and see what Kingsley had found. Of course King knew that they would be going against his wishes. What was King's endgame though? It didn't take much for Sophie's brain to start to hurt. What if King is telling the truth? Yasmin asked, finally deciding to break the silence and ask one of the many questions Sophie had been thinking silently out loud. Then that means Kingsley is lying, Clara replied, not breaking stride from her walk around Sophie's room. We have to go, don't we, Soph? Sophie said nothing and continued to try and process everything she knew so far. If she was going to go against King's wishes, like she was probably going to, then she wanted to make sure she had considered every option first. She knew that Kingsley wouldn't lie to them, but she would feel stupid if she hadn't double-checked on this Meliora place before going there. She could think of one other way to check before committing to her decision. But what if it's dangerous to us? Kingsley is a mythical. They would welcome him. Us? Yasmin said, pointing at everyone in the room. Not so much, she quite fairly hypothesised. We would be safe in our avatars, Clara replied, not quite believing or understanding why Yasmin was so apprehensive about all this. As soon as there was any potential danger, we could zone out, Clara concluded. Plus, Kingsley wouldn't lie. Sophie was now partly listening to the conversation around her, rather than just being lost in her own thoughts on how to satisfy her own curiosity. What Clara was saying was all correct, but she knew she could rely on Yasmin to hold the mirror up to what Clara was saying in order to reach a more informed judgment. Won't your mum wonder where you've gone? Yasmin then asked. Won't yours? Clara quickly snapped back. We could come and go as we pleased. Mum won't wonder what we're doing. She'll just assume we're online, Sophie finally piped up and instantly doing away with the conversation about Amelia. See, Clara began, seeing incorrectly that what Sophie had said was confirming that they would now be going. Lizzie stood up from her place on the floor and went to speak, but before she could say anything, there was a loud knock on Sophie's bedroom door, which caught everyone by surprise. The door opened slowly and Amelia stuck her head round it. You all right, girls? Amelia asked, looking a bit worse for wear, like people do when they've been up for a long time. She was also weirdly completely oblivious to Yasmin being in her flat in school uniform at such a relatively early hour and Lizzie having a temporary implant on the side of her head but Amelia not noticing things had become quite common of late. All the girls just nodded and didn't appreciate the disturbance at this important time. Did you go to the shop, Soph? I've seen the bags in the kitchen but the stuff hasn't been put away, Amelia asked while rubbing her eyes and yawning. Sophie was weirdly embarrassed and couldn't bring herself to say yes and so just nodded. Annoyance crept in as well because she'd been to the shops and it felt like criticism of her for not putting the shopping away. How dare her mum complain that it was still out? Well, I'm going to have a drink of milk and a slice of toast and then I'm going to bed for a bit, Amelia yawned. All the girls nodded this time with a sense of inevitability as if they had expected nothing less from Amelia in that situation. Amelia then closed the door and left. 
solves any vague problem there might have been with your mum, Clara said flippantly. Sophie couldn't argue with that. There was no school, nothing exciting happening at home. There was nothing in the real world to keep her occupied during the day. If they didn't go, then they would just be sat around the house all day thinking about going. It would also help keep the sinking stomach feeling away for a bit longer. Isn't there any more we could find out before we go? Lizzie asked, finally asking the question she had wanted to before Amelia's brief interjection. Sophie realised they'd been thinking the same thing and smiled at the first sign of a sisterly connection. There's no mention of it in the scope files because it only came into existence after the departure so there were no agents to log anything, Yasmin said and Clara shook her head in disappointment. Sophie, meanwhile, replied to Lizzie's question with the thought that she had been having a minute ago. Yes, there is. There is one other person we could ask about Meliora, she replied. I need ten minutes. Promise me you won't go anywhere in the next ten minutes. Just wait for me to get back. Where are you going? Yasmin asked. To get another opinion, Sophie answered. Promise me you won't go. All three of the others nodded and Sophie could see that her friends were genuine and she trusted them implicitly. She then looked at her sister and smiled. Good question, she said to Lizzie. Her sister had only been in the group for half an hour and thinking along the same lines as Sophie and asking if there was another opinion was a great way to begin integrating herself. Lizzie smiled in a way that Sophie hadn't seen her do in the last ten days. Affection and praise had been almost non-existent from Amelia and Sophie could see that those two words had made Lizzie beam or as close to Lizzie could come to beam with her still almost perfectly straight face. I'll be back in ten minutes, Sophie said again as she lay down on her bed. Do not go, she said, one last time, pointing at all three of them in turn, but particularly aiming it at Clara, who rolled her eyes. The others smiled and nodded as Sophie zoned out to zap for. Sophie Hardy Saga was written and produced by Emma Dale and narrated and produced by Leona Hall. If you enjoyed it and would like to continue to follow the adventures of Sophie and her friends in coming episodes, then please subscribe through one of the many podcast providers out there. The links for each of these can be found on our website. If you require more information, visit our many social media channels, or if you would like to purchase a copy of the book, then be sure to check out our website, www.sophiehardysaga.com. Thank you for listening and we hope you enjoy.